Yo, 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 it's the 1409 Podcast. I go by the name of KT. It's your boy, Gualamis World. Hey, my dog, KT, I don't even think you coming through the Roadmaster, bro. The Roadmaster? The Buick? The Buick Roadmaster? I mean, the, the, you're the Roadcaster. Roadmaster, Roadcaster. You get what I'm coming from. Okay, how about now? Let me let me do this. There over. we go. There we go, man. Yeah. We in here. All right. So, yeah. We got a special guest in here in episode 133, you know, journalist from Chicago, but she uh been in Jackson, Mississippi doing her thing, you know what I'm saying? The sip, the sip. This is the culture commentator, you know, founder of the culture commentator. And she's also a host of Third Coast Radio out there in Mississippi. We got Miss Dreon Santana in here. How you doing, man? Hey, I'm here for a round of applause. <laughs> we got some old sounds for you too there you gonna hear them <laughs> oh. how you living though i'm great uh it's been a wonderful friday been very busy um so now kind of relaxing with you guys for the remaining of the night you know until i fall out <laughs> oh no we ain't relaxing now you know we gonna oh i know what else will get you relaxed what Oh man! Is it bad that I'm not much of a drinker? Nah, we don't. We don't peer pressure. We don't peer pressure. You don't drink, but we gonna drink. You know, my little fake glass. All right, so we like let's do the toast. So, what you want us to toast to? Since you ain't toasting, well, you can toast with your invisible glass. What would you like toast to? to living another day being successful and continuing already let's get to it then <laughs> uh yeah there we go all right let me get some little yeah. trivia for you say that again i say y'all relax y'all ready what about the trivia? Oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you ready for this trivia? Oh, my God. Ready, you know. God, I don't I, know if you're getting trivia, but okay. I'm here for it. Right. Let, me see. let me see what we got for you. Oh, Lord. All right. What, what are the two area codes for Chicago, Illinois? Uh, one is definitely 773. And then the other one is, I believe it's like a 791 is one of them. 791. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> All right. Maybe 791 is a new one, but I know 312 is the other one. 791 must be came out like a couple years ago. I ain't, I ain't going to say you're wrong, but. I ain't gonna say you're right either, but uh, there's a lot of area codes though. Yeah, seven seven three is one for sure, for sure, for sure. Three three one two, mm-hmm. and then seven oh eight. She said it's seven oh eight is one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that the new one right there. Okay, using the sevens, we good, we good. All right. So, what are three things people may not know about you, Miss Santana? Um, a lot of people don't know that I can play three instruments. Um, I can sing, and I don't know how to swim. You don't know how to swim? 
No. Um, Not at all. Float, you know, I can definitely float. I can go down a lazy river perfectly fine. You know, I won't go near the six feet because I feel like I'll drown. Five six feet, feet ain't even deep, though. To me, it is. Okay. How tall are you? I feel, I'm 5'3". So, oh, six feet eight. Six, six feet eight deep for you. You five three. If you're not afloat, <laughs> you can't float in water that's what? I, you can't float. You can levitate. You can just, you know. Yeah, the water there. ain't nothing but nine inches above your head. You know, you can float. Yeah, you know, that's all I'm going to do. I'm going to float. No <laughs> life jacket. Just living. <laughs> All right, so if you can float in some three feet, you can float in the six feet. You'd be all good. Mm-mm. I'm, I'm going to stay where I'm at. All right, you say you, you say you can sing. You say you can sing. Let's get this 1409 talent show going. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you supposed to follow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't follow that. He was a little off. I was gonna be off together. He want me to follow. I just follow. Uh, just follow whatever your uh, heart feels. You know what I'm saying? If if you feel like it, if you don't feel like it, it's all good. Ain't no peer pressure over here. I love that y'all say that. There's no peer pressure. It ain't no peer pressure. Ain't no peer pressure, but let's let's hear it. <laughs> I love that, but it's not happening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me quit messing around. Let me quit messing yeah, I was around. Add these new sounds from the last time I saw y'all uh, podcast with Apollo. Uh, Cause y'all didn't have all this for him. Yeah, we we ain't had that yet. We done uh we done uh yeah, on know. the east side. You know what I'm saying? Finally got a piece of the pie. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you uh you uh you're a Chicago native. What, what what when did you move from Chicago to Mississippi? Um, in ninth grade in high school, um, we moved because like we have family here. And my parents felt that Mississippi would be a better place to live at. Um, I guess because it's more like a slow pace here. And I mean, it is very slow. But I mean, everybody here is pretty cool. Um, I went to Wingfield. I graduated in 2012. Um, and then afterwards, I went to Hines in uh, Raymond. So I got my associate's degree. So yeah, I've been here since ninth grade. So that was like 2009. Yeah. 2008, 9-ish. Okay, okay. So what was Chicago like before you, uh, y'all made that big move down the Mississippi River there? Mississippi <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> River, okay. Um, it, was, it was very interesting. Um, like me, I grew up in Inglewood. So um, everyone looks at Inglewood as like the really, really bad, terrible side of Chicago. And my childhood, it was, I would say it was okay for the most part. You know, my folks, they did what they could for me. Um, being that they are my parents, they did their job. Um, you know, sometimes you align yourself with the wrong people um, and things happen, but you learn and you grow from it. And that's really all that I can pretty much say. But I mean, that's pretty cool. The food is absolutely amazing. We have some uh, nice spots there. 
Um, I always say that our pizza is definitely better than New York's, but you know, New Yorkers, they argue it down for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Chicago did have some good food. I was there in like mm -hmm. November, I think. Mm -hmm. oh, they said, "Can we turn the volume up? Which whose volume is low? Who, who got the low volume here? Let's let's uh find out who got the low volume. Is it me? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who got the low volume here. Is it me? Oh, oh they say they can barely hear you. They say you gotta put some bass in your voice or something. That's what they saying. Well, y'all want me to sound like men? Is that what y'all want? Like, want I mean, you ain't gonna you ain't gonna sound like a man, but you know, I'm just y'all want I mean, me to sound like Tiana Taylor, like real deep voice." They just want you to uh, get louder, I guess. They say they can't use, use your outside voice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll use my outside voice uh, from now on so that everybody can hear me. All right, bit, bit, bit. So then you moved from Chicago in ninth grade. You say they got a the good deep dish. I, I didn't have it when I went there. I should have had it, but I don't know what yeah. I was thinking. I was Harold trying to find it. Is a good place to eat at? That's where the chicken's at, right? Uh-huh. You definitely need to go to Arrows. Already. All right. So uh what was the biggest culture shock for you from moving from Chicago to the deep south, Mississippi? <laughs> um I guess I would say um more so just the lifestyle. Um here up there I was more rowdy, like out there, out there, but when I got here it was uh. more real laid back um it definitely slowed me down a lot um that's pretty much everything is pretty much different here um especially the food the culture um it's not what people um think of mississippi to be everybody thinks that people who live in mississippi are dumb stupid like not talented but there are so many amazing talented people here um yeah that's crime that's everywhere but Mississippi is not what people think that it is. Like, there's not a bunch of hillbillies down here. I don't, I don't know think Mississippi is. Like a lot that. of people do say that about Mississippi. It's <laughs> nothing like that. So you said you was uh you was knocking and bucking in Chicago, huh? <laughs> you was knocking and bucking and ready to fight. I had to let people know, like, look, don't don't come this way. I'm not the person that you want to get yourself involved with. Um, but for the most part, I mean, I feel like I was pretty cool with everybody. Um, you know, you have those people who don't like you for no reason, but that's that's life. All right, I got a question. You ready? <laughs> <laughs> What's your special move? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? You got a special move? <laughs> yeah, I got a special move. <laughs> <laughs> I, I rock bottom people. <laughs> Uh, if I could curse on everybody, I would. Okay, that would be your special move. Yeah, that's for a wrestling fans, you know. Unless you want to hit get an RKO, I definitely RKO somebody. Yeah, so, you know, you can RKO somebody, a stone cold stone somebody. Then get in your face, all that stuff. You ain't playing around. You ain't playing around with it. All right, so. <laughs> Between Chicago and Mississippi and anywhere before or after, what was the most difficult thing you had to overcome in your lifetime? Um, I guess I would say more so like confidence uh, within myself, uh, not look-wise, but more so of um, believing that I could grow. Um, 
and learn from my mistakes, learn from my past and not hold grudges because that's something that I used to do. That's something I battled with. I used to, if somebody did me wrong, like real, real wrong, I hold grudges towards them. I, they can never speak to me and never did in their life. They can be on their deathbed and the last request that they want is for me to forgive them and I wouldn't. So Dang. that's something that I had to learn, you know, and, and that comes with age, that comes with, you know, experiences that you deal with um, when you're involved with different people or just in your lifestyle. So just confidence and growth um, was really something that I, that I definitely needed to overcome. And I mean, I've done it. So I feel like, I feel like now I'm in a better place. Yeah, you definitely doing great things out here. We're going to get into that for sure, for sure. But uh, what what sparked your interest in journalism and the entertainment industry? Um, well, when I was when I was at Heinz, um, my major when I first got there, my major like criminal justice. I wanted to be a detective. I want to be out there in the streets. I wanted to be the one interrogation room, all this stuff. Um, but I had to sit through PowerPoints and I hated that. And I fell asleep at eight o'clock lessons. I was like, this ain't for me. Um, then I moved over to like fashion marketing and dance. I love dance. Um, and I started to like fashion marketing. I had my time there being like the DECA leadership program, being the vice president and going up to president. Um, and then about summer of 2015 is kind of when I changed my mind about what I wanted to do. and. I feel like journalism kind of just fell into my hands because I was like, ooh, I'm always in people's business. Well, celebrity business. <laughs> and I was like, maybe I should just write about it. Like people say, oh, you are in a business. You have such a, a voice and you're very opinionated about things. Why not, you know, make a habit out of it or something? Um, and I did. I started, I got my first opportunity to start writing with a publication here in Mississippi called Southern Lace. And it kind of opened up a door for me to learn, you know, journalist integrity um, when it comes to writing and learning that being a journalist is different from being a blogger. Bloggers, they have a lot more leeway to say whatever they want to say and not, you know, get repercussions from it. More so of a journalist, we have to have all the facts straight. Like we have to make sure that if we're putting out information, no, you cannot fact check nobody. Like you cannot fact check me at all. So. That I mean, journalism, entertainment-wise, I love it. I love pop culture. I love everything about Black culture itself. And so I wanted to use my voice to say things that people were afraid to say, basically. Okay, okay. So did, okay. were you uh, a fan of English, like writing, things of that nature? Or that's something that you had to grow to love along with it? I've always been in school, English and history. And science was always my favorite subjects. Um, I loved English. Um, I didn't like my teacher much, <laughs> but I, I loved English um, and I loved history and I love science. Like history, I I retain so much knowledge on certain things that I'm interested in. Um, and with science, it allows me to break down a lot of different things too. So yeah, I was always into it. I always did really good um, in English and science and history. Math, hell no. <laughs> No. You, the man. you don't love math? You don't love math? Oh, man, you love math? Oh. Like, here's the thing. I know math, but I hate it. You know, I hate math, but I can definitely be a problem solver. That was my thing. With words, problem, sol problem solving was, like, my favorite. But when it comes to, like, 
fucking finding out what pi is and x y and z and b and all that stuff i hated that so much but so you don't like algebra i hate geometry mm. yeah all right uh statistics no <laughs> You don't, like, you don't like stats? You don't like the stats? You got to keep the stats, man. You got to keep the stats, you know what I'm saying? I, everything about math I hate, and I'm so glad that I really don't have to use it today because I'm a journalist. <laughs> but, you know, I, I hated math. But everything else is cool. Oh, For really? sure. What would you say your favorite part about being in journalism is being in that industry? Um, I would say just getting a lot of recognition for your work you know you a lot of us we put in so much time in creating these developing stories whether it's somebody that we're interviewing or it's something that we feel really passionate about um just receiving a lot of recognition from it and you get to watch your growth like you get to watch from how you was writing in the beginning versus now you know you get to look at some of your old work and be like damn i really did that and then nobody didn't wasn't nobody didn't nobody know who i was at that time but now People starting to recognize who I am. They're starting to read my work that I do and I'm, people starting to share it. So really just having that support system as you're on your journey to get into that next level where you want to be at. I feel like that's the best part. I know a lot of people say when they get into journalism, they want to just, you know, talk to celebrities and go to all these little parties and stuff like that. But it's more today. You have to work your way up in order to get invited. You know, you ain't just going to get invited because you just start now. Like, it's a lot of work that you have to put in. I'm glad you sure. said, I'm glad you said that. What, what what are some of the things that you implemented to work your way up? Um, well, um, definitely network was one of my biggest things. Um, when I started to um, believe in the work that I've done and understand my value, um, because not a lot of people don't know that I'm I'm not a targeted person. Um, I'm an extreme introvert. I don't really like people, but when you're in this industry, you kind of have to be like an introvert and a what extrovert. So you kind of got to be both. Um, so networking is one, um, definitely just, um, knowing your worth. Um, that's one thing when it comes to whatever publication you choose to write for, um, I ran for so many over 10 publications i read for over 10 publications and a lot of them work a lot of them did not work out um being an editor some of us are cool some of us are not cool um, sometimes people will try to blackball you sometimes people will try to take your position um because they think that they can do it better than you and they fail tremendously um it's just really going into this and just knowing what you want to do with it and not for the wrong reasons like it's where you wake up every day and you're passionate about it if you wake up every day and you want to write about something that you had a dream about that you just thought about something um that could change the world or that can inspire somebody else um that's that's really like something that just makes me happy to do mm. For sure. So as a, you spoke about, you know, a, as a journalist, like uh, getting your work noticed, do you think that come from, you know, the amount of work you do or the quality work? Um, both. It is about the the amount that work that you choose to put in or that you have put in and then the quality of it. You want to make sure whatever story that you're putting out 
it's the best thing. It's better than what you wrote last. You always want to make sure you outdo yourself from what you did the first, previous time. Um, For sure. We have our moments where, you know, we don't write the best articles. We don't. I know I've had my moments where I've had my um, editor chew me out because she felt like my, my this article was trash. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you have to have tough skin, though, because they're not they're going to give you criticism and it, it's all about how you handle it. So that you know that, OK, I messed up on this article, but that next one. You ain't gonna say nothing. I'm not gonna drop. I'm gonna be speechless. So that's pretty much it with that there. Do you ever have a what we call writer's block? And if so, like how do you break the the block, the mental block? Yeah, um, I've had it plenty of times, um, but it's the only time I have it is when it's something. If it's something that I'm like passionate about writing, you know, sometimes we'll be writing something, then like our whole mind just go blank and it stays there for like maybe a day or two or whatever. And sometimes you may just be need to sleep it off or something. Uh, me, that has happened. Um, and sometimes like I end up waking up in the middle of the night and I pull out my laptop and just start typing. I type as much as I can get out of my brain and then I put it away. And then when I think of something else, I'll come back to it. That's kind of like how I would break my writer's block. Um, sometimes I'll be sitting in my laptop for hours on my phone, watching TV, doing other stuff instead of really focusing on that. It, it kind of helps break it. It kind of distractions sometimes help, but sometimes they can be detrimental. <laughs> um, but sometimes you have good distractions um sometimes you have bad distractions so i just kind of have to figure out what works for you um and as soon as you break that writer's block you're gonna be fine you, you'll be good everybody goes through it everybody but me yeah no get writer's block no i'm just playing <laughs> creativity block you know with your podcast and everything get, we, everybody does no, you know Oh, the creativity block up, you know. Hey, I say this. <laughs> I say this though. We used to now try to find topics to talk about shit like that, but then we switched over to like this interview platform. So we only have to look up like topics no more. We just gotta look up the person that we're gonna be talking to. We just gotta know stuff about them. We could we surprise them with stuff we might know about them and things like that. So that's really what comes with this now, that's as far as our creativity go. We still creative. We're going to ask some random shit that we didn't send them, things like that. But we don't have to like look up different topics and things like that anymore. Yeah. Unless they want to talk about that. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know that. That could be hard. The big cuz, the big cuz Nico want to get back on the show, but I was talking to him today. He was like, man, y'all switched the platform. He's like, damn, I ain't doing shit with my life. <laughs> Can't get me cut because I ain't doing shit. I was like, bro, cut it out. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, he be listening for sure, for sure, for sure. Down there, if he know down, we done switched up. We switched it up a while ago, but now mm-hmm. it's easier for us. And then we get to uh, we get to learn from our guests, and they get to uh, tap into the audience we have. You know, the down following we have and shit like that. So for I sure. feel like it's a win for everybody. All right, so what what are some of the 
You say you uh were in you, you were in ten publications. Let's let's uh would you like to name any of those publications, good or bad? That Ooh. um, if I can remember, okay, so there was Southern Lace, Plastic Magazine, Your Girl TV, mm-hmm. uh, Ball Alert, It's On Site, Hip Hop Weekly, uh, Seller Magazine, The Source, um. Hollywood Melanin and DJIceberg.com. What's the last one? <laughs> I can't go no further than that because sometimes I would work with them at a time. Like there was a time where I was writing for five publications while working nine to five job. So damn. Yeah, I was I was that girl who was like every opportunity that came to me, I was on it. Like I was gonna make sure that I was making money plus money while building my portfolio. That's all that it was about for me was to build my portfolio so that I get to the point where I'm only working for maybe two publications or three um, or maybe even one. So you have to hustle for this. Like it, it ain't just gonna come to you. You just, everybody don't get lucky like that. So um, do you, are you, <laughs> do you have a Mary Jane vibe going on around your house with the sticky notes everywhere? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the- calendar. I literally, honestly, last year is when I started writing my calendar. Afterwards, I had no calendar. It was just all up in here. Okay. Sips drink. Uh, you said you was you wrote for the Source, Hip Hop Weekly. Mm-hmm. You 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 listen Baller Alert. You list some heavy hitters on there, man. I like damn. Yeah, and- Baller Alert. My earlier career, like I was like. Three years in, um, when I started writing for Ball Alert, um, and then Hip Hop Weekly, um, that was still three years as well. Um, but I stopped working with them. But I do have a section in the magazine that they have that's Casanova um, is on the cover of it. So I do have a feature in there that one's about like artists to watch for like 2019 and something like that. Um, and then I stopped working with them. And then, like last year, I really started working back with them, um, and I started working with the stores last year as well. So, yeah, mm, you doing big things. You also work with. You also cover the Oscars, the NAACP yeah. Image Awards. You uh cover some things on BET. Let's talk about that a little bit. You could start on either one. You know what I'm saying? Um. I started with what I did first, which was the BET Hip Hop Awards. Um, that was the first press junket uh, conference or anything that I did virtually or just red carpet wise um, for BET, and that was last year um, for the Hip Hop Awards. Um, that experience there, um, it was it was really good for me because I was given the opportunity when I thought that I didn't have it. Um, and it happened, so I was happy about that. Um, I was nervous as hell, extremely nervous. <laughs> and um, I think when I when I spoke with Ti, that kind of made me calm down a little bit, so that when I was interviewing like Polo G and uh, Skip Marley and Flo Millie and um, the Eighty Five South, it made everything feel natural and calm that I wasn't like fangirling or anything of that nature, just talking to them like they were my people or something. 
you know, and moving over to, and I did like the Soul Train Awards as well, where I spoke with Skip Marley again, and then I talked to Jasmine Sullivan. Um, and then I moved over to um, like the Oscars because that was for, no, whichever one was before which, I think the NAACP was for the Oscars, yeah. Um, interviewing Blair Underwood and Met the Man and uh, Tabitha Brown. The, that was really, really nice. Um, Met the Man, he was cool. Blair Underwood, he was real cool. And Tabitha, she was a sweetheart. Um, then for the Oscars, I didn't get a chance to interview anyone, but to have that opportunity, someone who lives in Mississippi, to have the opportunity to literally be like the second person from Mississippi or living in Mississippi at the Oscars, it speaks a lot. You know, it, it meant a lot to me because I would have never thought that I would be going to the Oscars up under my own publication, The Culture Commentator. I thought that I needed to be attached to a bigger platform in order to be invited, you know, first of all, and even accepted to be a part of it. Whether I ask questions or not, my main goal was just like just being thankful that they chose somebody like me to be a part of it. That's really how I look at when it comes to these virtual press junkets because they should, they could have chose anybody, um, but they selected me, and I'm I'm always thankful. I'm always grateful for it, you know, because it could have it couldn't have been me. They could have. Oh, BET has like never approved me for press for the five years since I've been doing this. It'll be six years in July. They never accepted me to do the red carpet at BET Awards, but because it happens to be virtual. Um, like they may have been the only reason why they accepted me to still here. I was still there. So um, I'm always thankful for every press junkie, every press conference that I do, everything that I'm invited to, except to do whether it's TV, film, or show, whatever. I'm always thankful. I'm always manifesting it. Um, and I'm next year. I'm trying to get at the Grammys, Rock Nation brunch. Like I'm trying to be there. Okay. In the I'm trying. Yeah, to I'm trying to be there too. Jay Z and everybody else who's there. So that that's the goal for me next year. So um, I manifest that, and, and hopefully it, it happens. You know, for sure, man. You know, when you manifest, you got to put in the work. You definitely putting in the work. So you know, I'm gonna take it. Go ahead and give it that exclusive drop. I'm gonna take a shot to that. <laughs> you already know what I got in my cup. It's straight. It's straight something. It's straight something. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hey man, y'all um y'all had that new tequila that everybody talking about? Casamigos or something like that? I don't think I ever had that shit. I don't know how it got so popular all of a sudden. Well, you know, sometimes we'd be somebody else probably said something about it, and then they hype it up. And then it don't be yeah. all that you expected to be. That Casamigos. <laughs> they probably when they said it, they probably said it like this. That Casamigos something else. <laughs> <laughs> Wildfire started. They're probably like this. That's it. I remember when that shit was like bottom shelf. Now everybody wants that shit. I, I don't think I ever had it. So then, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is with that. Shit like that. That cost me guys. All right, so you mentioned the people you interviewed was uh you mentioned the people you interviewed were were uh cool and friendly. Was there anybody that you interviewed that was a straight asshole? Like you didn't want to talk to them ever again in your life? Um, well, I didn't get a chance to interview him, 
Um, but I was supposed to uh, pleasure P from Puerto Rico. Um, and I named y'all because I don't have no, I don't have no relation with these celebrities at all whatsoever. Um, so they're not paying me. So I don't have no relation to them. But Pleasure P was one of them because he lied and said that um, nobody was in there. And I'm like, sir, I sat there in the in the Zoom meeting for like 20 minutes. What do you mean nobody was sitting there? I was, sweetheart, I was sitting there waiting for you to pop in. And you <laughs> so they wanted to be scared, like, no, nah, I'm good. I don't, I don't have time for that because just say you really didn't want to do the interview and call it a day because I don't, I ain't nobody took it for you anyway. Let's start there. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, whatever. Okay, who's next? I don't have time for the foolishness. Like, like I said, I would treat these celebrities like if you get on my bad side, I'm gonna treat you like you real regular. Like, I don't care for your presence. I don't want to talk to you. I never want to interview. Hey. You. I don't care. Pleasure P was in there. You know where he was at? <laughs> he was in Zoom room number two. <laughs> Yeah, he, he had the wrong lane. He down. He ain't went to the right lane. Like, like he was in. But he definitely was not in that room when I was sitting there. So somebody lying, and it ain't me. He, he clicked the phone number. He ain't clicked the link. <laughs> <laughs> so I did not want to interview him. I was like, we'll find find somebody else, please. I don't have time for the foolishness. He probably had knew that. That's probably why he, you know, you know, he did it. And I went to sleep. Very grateful that night. Yeah, they human just like us. Don't don't lose no sleep over these uh over these folks, man. You know what I'm saying? I promise you, I will never lose sleep over these celebrities. Never. I will go to bed. They could curse me out. They can be mad about something that I may have asked or whatever. Which I've never been in that position where I <laughs> have asked a celebrity anything out of the way. Um, because it's not something I care and want to talk about. If I want to know what happened, I can go read about it. Whether it's telling me the truth or not, I can care less. What, what's really going on in your life? What's happening? What's new that's about to happen? I don't care what happened yesterday. That's not important. But, you know, some people, they do things to, you know, get that story, get that little headline or whatever, and then they get attacked because they asked a question and I don't have time for that because I'm a troll and if people come to my page and start trolling with me, I'm a troll bag. We're gonna have fun today. You gonna you gonna block me before I block you. You know you know what you should have told Pleasure P. <laughs> I did you wrong. <laughs> you did me wrong. What you got in that what you got in that in that cup over there you got that man? What you got oh, in there? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I just got That's something to keep real question. Head. <laughs> you cut up, man. All right. <laughs> you should have told her, I did you wrong. <laughs> hey, Miss Santana, what, what what would you say the ultimate goal of the culture commentator is? What's the ultimate goal of it? Um, the ultimate goal is really just, to me, honestly, I feel like it's just really just building a brand that is positive um we have so many negative outlets out here where people love the mess um where and people don't like like positivity 
And so, oh, y'all pulling my stuff up. I did not know what was going on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you thought, you thought we was leaving, then you? you? thought we were leaving the scene, ain't it? Hey, and then it kicked me out. Um, but yeah, I just posted some stuff today. Um, but yeah, like it's really just showing like positivity and stuff like that. Whether something is positive going on in people's lives, whether it's beauty, fashion, lifestyle, sports, because I'm a huge wrestling fan. So I have like a few articles that I've written about things that's happening with our black wrestlers and stuff like that. I've interviewed Bianca Belair and Naomi of the WWE and stuff like that. So um, it's really just, and even when I talk to different artists and stuff, I want to share positivity on them and, you know, talk about the work that they've done um, because it's everything. It, it means so much when you can share their story a positive way, um, especially those who are coming up in the industry who are who could be blindsided by you know, people wanted to get into their business and stuff like that. And, you know, just just shedding the light on what's positive. That's really all that it is. I like to have articles that make people feel good when they go and read it and they want to share it around and stuff. So that's, oh, the country. Oh. <laughs> I, want to, I have not watched it yet, but yeah, like that's that's really the goal is just be that positive platform where people want to come to and see what's being talked about over here. You know, the same traffic that like the shade room get, that's what I want to get on the positive side of things. So that's really all it is. And cover some great events, you know, and even I get to the point where I get to bring on writers or interns and stuff like that. I wanna I want to guide them down the path that I wasn't told when I was on my journey. I wanna give them as much knowledge and information as they can so that they know that listen, you can't you may be working at these big publications and stuff. But they can replace you in a minute, like Beyonce. They'll have another you in a minute, okay? They could be here in a minute. You know that, you know? So I want to teach everybody to have their own lay have their own layout. Like, Thank you, Kim. <laughs> have your own uh, publication, you know? Have your own blog or something starting out, you know, until you feel like you want to just work for yourself. And, and that's the ultimate goal is me working for myself and, you know, eventually having my own team of people who want to write for me or work for me or whatever and actually pay them because a lot of these publications they don't pay their writers and we do so much work we do so much work we deal with so much from these publicists and we be stressed out sometimes and you know we want to be paid for the stuff that we do and some publications don't do that so i want to be able to pay the people who I, who work for me if i have you go out and cover something i want to pay for your gas i want to pay for your food i want to pay for everything you know so you don't have to worry about nothing that's that's really just just making this platform bigger than what it should be and it's growing you know it's constantly growing and once it gets to that level of success then i know that i've conquered something for sure hey you said that you said that uh, you could have another year in a minute this is what you told me right here <laughs> no Bluetooth, Bluetooth. <laughs> hey, we got this thing called a Rodecaster Pro and it's Bluetooth to our phone. I can just play anything at any time, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. somebody say you know, some we, shit. We could just play some roadmaster. <laughs> we got the roadmaster. We got the view, we got the view at roadmaster. We got the view at roadmaster. <laughs> 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 no, I don't got the wagon. 
Uh, you wild, man. Shout out to Kim Hawking here. Work hard, travel well. If you want to uh, learn anything about any country, she's been to all the countries, all 193 of them. So that now, oh, tap in with Kim Hawking. <laughs> work hard, travel well. <laughs> for wow. sure. I'm exaggerating, but she's been to a lot of countries, though, for sure, for sure. I mean, look, she's been more than me. I've never lived out of the state of, out of, state of the United States, okay? Like, not at all. Hey. I've never been on a plane. You never been on a plane? No. <laughs> oh, you should have said well, that at the beginning. That's three things people may not know about not, you. You never been on a plane. No, I had to leave that out because, you know, that, then that would have been like four things. So what you drove to the BET Hip Hop Awards? I can't do a lot of things. It was virtual, bro. Ah, oh, man. It was virtual. <laughs> Trust you, me, if you I was catch that. Yeah, <laughs> she did so many things. I couldn't remember which one was virtual. Honestly, she said she did all, it down. All of them have been virtual. All oh, of them. Damn. everything I've done on video has been virtual, and I feel like, like I said, I mean, it's opened a lot of doors because I don't have to travel. I can be sitting here in my room. Talking to these people, literally, I don't have to go anywhere. I don't have to get all. I don't have to put on some fancy dress just to be mm-hmm. outside. Up, oh, you so know. when you and your when you and your Zoom meetings, the top part be uh business, and the bottom the bottom half be party. <laughs> bottom half be Netflix and chill. Uh, I'm literally in Netflix and chill. I'm in a this is my attire. It looks the same on camera. Like I'm always wearing something black, um, whether it's long sleeve, short sleeve, and my pants are like joggers or shorts, like whatever, basketball shorts, whatever. I don't get dressed up. The only time I got dressed up was for the Oscars because I was like, oh no, I got dressed up for the Oscars and the NWCP. That was the first time I ever got dressed up for these little press junkies. But other than that, no, I'm in like a t-shirt or something and I just make sure my makeup and my hair look nice because at this time I am the reigning defending world heavyweight champion of having the best hair in these press jackets. Okay. Nobody can outbeat me. Yeah, and game they, on point, eh? And they haven't. How much you say, how much would you estimate that you spent on hair and hair products in your lifetime? Uh who? She done bought a Bentley. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I might have a Bentley. I might have a Ferrari. Who knows? I don't know. At this point, I might have a Maybach. Shoot. I ain't got that sound effect. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> it coming, though. <laughs> <laughs> on here. Um, not so much on makeup. Like, I, my makeup don't really cost that much. I don't do, like, Sephora you know, where they spend a hundred dollars inside of the store or two hundred. No. I'm going straight to like Walmart or like Walgreens to get my makeup. You ain't gotta oh, you didn't do it. You ain't gotta go, you ain't gotta go to Sephora. I mean unless you like Rihanna Fenty or you just a makeup artist. I'm not the Fenty panties. Oh man, the Fenty boxers. I'm talking about makeup. <laughs> I'm talking about the boxers. <laughs> <laughs> you you gonna you gonna buy that shit, bro? No, I ain't buying no damn Fenty boxes. This motherfuckers got they got jock straps, all type of shit. Uh, they keep coming up on my targeted advertising. I'm like, I don't wear that shit, man. Nah, you, nah. <laughs> no, 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 play for it. All I wear is American Eagle Boston Breeze, man. Ambassador for for Fenty Savage, you know, you might be an ambassador. 
You know, exactly. I might be. I'm, ambassador. I'm already an ambassador for something else. Maybe I do need to put that down, put that shit on, <laughs> put the speedos on. <laughs> oh, put a speedo on the head out for a beat scroll. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta go, they gotta get the underwater camera. I'm be underwater cutting up, man. Cutting up out there, man. That's hilarious. So, w- would you say that uh, journalism and uh, radio hosting go hand in hand? Um, radio hosting and journalism. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it does because um, with radio, um, although I kind of I just got back into it with Third Coast Radio because um, mm-hmm. I started out after I graduated in twenty seventeen. I had an internship at WNPR, which is like a blues and gospel station. Um, but I was more so like your blues and like 90s music player um, because somebody else was covering hip hop, but whatever that nature. Um, so they were playing that blues? Yeah, they were playing Southern Soul Blues that I never heard or never knew anything about like at all whatsoever. Like never knew anything about it until I got there. So I had to learn new artists, no new Southern soul blues artists and stuff like that. I had to learn all of that stuff. Um, and hold on, yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on, pause real quick. You just playing this right here. I never played that song. <laughs> you never played that song? No. Oh. Never played that song. Okay? Not at all. Never played that song. I've heard it before, but I've never played it. Um, That's the type of music you um you are Speedos when you listen to that type of music. <laughs> you put the fenties on. <laughs> <laughs> you put the fenties on and cut that on right there. Get your little. Is that, get your, is that what you're doing? Is that what you tell? Nah, I don't do that. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just cutting up. I don't knock nobody for doing whatever they do in the privacy of their home. Like some candles, like some of them J Love candles. You know. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Turn that music on right there. Them J Love candles, the truth, man. Make sure y'all shout with J Love candles. Head over. Over to www.jlovecandleco.com. Candles and wax melts are all handcrafted and hand poured in the small batches. Give you the great quality candle. They handcrafted right there in Katy, Texas. You know what I'm saying? Get you some uh, get you some wood wick candles. You know what I'm saying? They crackling wood wick. You can hear that thing crackling when you when it's burning, and it smells delicious. <laughs> all of that. <laughs> she like. These boys is wild. I didn't. I was not expecting this at all. These boys are crazy. Y'all are something else for real. It's Gemini season. <laughs> we got to cut up. I mean, yeah. hey, that's cool and all, but we gonna let y'all have your little fun until Cancer season pop in. Oh no! What season? Oh no! Don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. Don't don't do that. We we being good now. Okay. Your birthday, July what? Phil. 
July 5th. Oh, you coming up? You coming up real quick, like real quick, like okay. I ain't gonna knock the cancers. I, I rock with them. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. Oh, see, see, yeah, it's hey. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna leave that. Oh, yeah, she no, she's talking, she talking to you. Talking about you gonna let us have our little fun. Oh, yeah. That's when your birthday, Kim? When, when your birthday? You know what I'm saying? I know, I can't. I know it's coming or it's already passed. You know what I'm saying? She it's either coming or it's already passed. It's one of the two, so I'm 50 50 with it for sure. For sure. All right, Miss uh, Miss Santana, Dream Santana. Hold on, she, she she was talking about uh, the transition of her being uh, the radio host. Oh, yeah, I damn, yeah. I got carried away with that song, didn't I? Yeah, she did. <laughs> I was coming up like a couple of days. Three days. Three days. It's okay. In three days, it'll be over with, and then we'll be moving on over to the best side. But okay. Um, All the hurricanes <laughs> and shit happen in Kansas. Sorry, <laughs> that is false. <laughs> that is Leo season when that takes place. Nah, they uh, start in Kansas season though. Because when Leo come up, that's when everything breaks loose. But anyway, back to the radio hosting thing. Um, journalism and radio play, plays a part because, you know, you have to talk about different things that's going on in not only just in Mississippi, but as far as like entertainment wise, because, you know, you have callers who are like watching different things that are happening. So you want to make sure that, you know, you're kind of up to date, you kind of quote the facts and get people involved in it, you know. Um, what's different with Third Coast Radio is that our shows are like previously recorded. So everything that we're talking about, we've already recorded and talked about it. So our shows air on like Saturday at 11. Um, and then we have like different guests on the show. This Samosa actually interviewed a lot of people on radio. Um, when I was, when I first started, I didn't interview that many people. Um, I interviewed this one person, which I, oh God, I wish I never interviewed that child because he was the worst person I ever interviewed in my entire life. They had short I, answers? Huh? They had short answers? I don't know what was going on, but he was very dry. He had no personality or nothing. I feel like I might as well have just been talking to a mirror at this point. Clear on. I was like, yeah, we about to wrap this up because nothing, you're not giving me what I need. I need you to talk to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you hear you wanted this interview. Why are you not talking? But then when we get off air or whatever, this man give me a full-blown conversation. Don't talk to me right now. I don't want to talk to you. He probably was, um... Yeah, stage shy. Yeah, he was air shy. Stage he, saw that red, he saw that red light that said recording the on air. He was like, away. The door is shut. He's in there by himself. Is it you gonna talk or not? Like, don't request to do an interview if you're not even prepared for it. He probably was like, "Oh shit, I really got this interview." <laughs> I don't believe that. <laughs> I don't I you- this interview out of me. What was his name? What was his name? Um, what the? What was that child name? Oh, where is he from? Where is he from? He was from Mississippi. Uh, his name was um. What back I- in. We had my last name, Santana. I'm like, whoa. Back in Santana. I don't know what that man name was, but Damn Santana. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that boy. Oh, this episode. I, what is this? 
but I don't I don't remember that man's name, but I just know his last name was Santana, and I wish he could change it, cause that's not how you represent me or anybody with Santana in their name. Well, what good experiences have you had over there at Third Coast Radio? Um, I would say interviewing people who I've interviewed before, you know, um, and because I was I'm I'm new there, so they had already had someone there already but she ended up leaving um because she had got a job or whatever somewhere out of state so and me coming in it's more so feeling the vibes and stuff and people are sort of familiarized with who i am um to me they look at me as the vet because i've i've done radio i'm like probably like the only one who has experience in radio and because i am a journalist i have i'm more knowledgeable of different things that's going on in entertainment or in music or news or whatever so I have a lot of per- more personality. I can say whatever I want, but I can't curse. That's the only thing. Can't curse on radio. Uh, but I can say a lot of things that I wouldn't have been able to say when I was live saying it at the other radio station. Like I remember when, you know, the whole Aretha Franklin, I think it was her birthday or whatever. And I was in there with my, um, my, what was it? My, the guy who was doing the internship, whatever. I was in there with him and I said that uh, I, I got on air and I said, oh, Aretha Franklin, you know, she's like the queen of shade or whatever. Tell me why them little old folks are trying to get me fired because I they felt that I was being disrespectful. And it's like, first of all, if y'all so Aretha Franklin uh, fans or whatever, you would know that she is a queen of shade. Hello, how many times she shaved Patty LaBelle? Let's be real, okay? So they try to get me fired. And I was like, okay. So then... They called like my the actual owner of the radio station and told him that I was being disrespectful to him. <laughs> Could you imagine that phone call? You got some young be- some some young half <laughs> up here not giving Aretha her R E E S B E C T. R E E. Yeah, R E E. The respect. That was so funny to me. I was like, man. I know I gotta watch what I say on radio because these little old folks gonna try to take me out. Oh, so you're the youngest on there? I was the I was the youngest person there. Literally, everybody else was like, like in they. I was like the only little twenty year roll up in there, and I almost got into altercation. One of the little pastors there, Lord, I, I it was time for me to go. Mm-hmm. For real, it was time for me to talk about a queen of shade. <laughs> Don't I be mean, disrespecting Rita, honey. <laughs> I mean, she they probably was going in on you for real, though. And I wanted to be, I thought maybe they were gonna call her to the radio station and curse me out or something. Like, I'm like, dang, relax, it's not that serious. For real. Oh, hey, look, no, old people, something else. I'm gonna tell y'all this story. I got a dog, right? So I'm walking my dog, mm-hmm. and my neighbor don't call me over there. Like, excuse me, come here. I was like, oh, Lord, what this old lady want? So I go over there. <laughs> <laughs> she she talking about. Did you let that dog poop outside? <laughs> I'm like, he a dog. Where's he supposed to shit at? <laughs> what you mean? Like what the fuck? <laughs> like what? Do you, where you supposed to shit at? Like he a dog? Yeah, Talking about. 
Yeah, I be like, you don't even be over there. Why you doing sit on your damn porch? Fuck you, wherever my dog shit at for. I was, I was heated that day. That shit had me like low key irritated. <laughs> well, I don't fuck around the way to piss you off. Yeah. But they're like, you can't, you can't disrespect your elders. And it's like, yeah, all right. Hmm. I tell people how it is. They think they can say whatever they want to say. Not with me. Got a good cussing outcome. <laughs> 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 it took your old ass in the household, lady. <laughs> That was deep. <laughs> you got, yeah. them how they talk to you. I know. Like they still think we're in the 1960s. And then they be acting shocked too when you like talk. Oh, he a little disrespectful, ain't it? No, you like, came at me with disrespect. So that's what you wanted back. <laughs> like, okay, I don't know you, but you may know them. What they gotta do with me? Mm-hmm. They probably told the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, damn. Yeah, I done. I done had my times, but I've calmed down a lot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna I speak on people how how it is. I ain't gonna speak <laughs> on <all> that. <laughs> but, uh, hey, listen. The old dude had the nerve to tell me talking about if he was twenty years younger. I said, "Well, come on, shit, put him up. Shit, fuck you, mean if he was twenty years younger? I want to hear that shit. What's up? What's up? You gotta tell me if you was twenty years younger. I'm ready now. I'm always ready. Shit. About to, about to put them hands on. Say these hands work, man. Shit. Man, I don't think I could do that radio shit without cursing, man. I have to be on satellite radio or something so yeah, I can see. Satellite radio, that's the only way. But honestly, um, with radio, I mean, it, it has its moments. Um, I tell people, I was like, I have so many bad. I have, I wouldn't say I have so many bad stories. I have like two bad stories for radio. Everything else is pretty cool. They have to have the bleep button handy on on, on me. However, that thing worked out. They had it handy. It's pre-recorded, so they hit down. You, you know. gotta turn your mic on and off <laughs> when you think about the. You be sounding like that. I told that mother not to, not to touch my guy. <laughs> Collard greens and he damn went and touched my guy. Collard still, greens. Uh, cursor still slipped in there. <laughs> cursor still slipped in there. God. Hey, it's like the uh, y'all remember when the memes, the memes was going around about uh, well, it wasn't, it was before the meme era, but you remember the era when they'd be like uh, so and so, such and such be like, you know what I'm saying? Remember the be like era mm-hmm. on social media? Y'all ever seen the one where uh, they were like BET be like when they be like trying to bleep out the curse words in the movies? Baby <laughs> <Maybe> boy, <laughs> yeah. Like they did know. baby boy, they did another one. This baby boy was they did. the top tier one because the clean the PG version of Baby Boy is so hilarious. But the voiceover that they choose to use for the they cursing or whatever. Mm. That is hilarious. Like, forget you. <laughs> you can <laughs> say my young brother. <laughs> Uh, you know that man they say that like, come on man save my dinner what <laughs> you can't think of no better words to put in that VT <laughs> save my dinner <laughs> okay. this is hilarious 
Yeah, 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 man. Miss Miss Santana, what can we expect from you in the near future? Like the next six months and shit. Oh, child. Um, next 12 months. Six to 12. Um, the next 60 months. Oh, honestly, <laughs> I really don't know. I'm full of surprises. So you never really know what what happens or what can transpire. Um, what I can say right now um, that I am looking forward to actually, hopefully I could get on with this other publication. It is a very well-known publication. Uh, I would throw out a hint. No, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't? don't do that. No, because you know sometimes. Listen, I'm gonna tell you what. People, people, uh, uh, cast negative energy over you, over you. You know what I'm saying? So they can't. We don't, we don't want that. So just, just, just type it in the private chat right there to your right. Don't, put it. don't, don't do that. You just, just, uh, just put it in general <laughs> terms. You looking to, you looking to go with a new publication? You know what I'm saying? We can expect that from you. You with a new publication. Oh, she put it in there for real. Okay. 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 That's all I put. For sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. That's, a big, that's a major. Major move. Major moves. Major move right here, baby. <laughs> Stop. Wait a minute. Oh. <laughs> 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 we gonna get you the same. You ain't gonna get out of here without singing. We gonna we gonna keep what? We gonna get you the same. Listen, you can go listen to a song that I'm featured on, and you can hear me sing. What song are you featured on? Um, honestly, for me to not be an artist, I've been on four mixtapes. <laughs> How they work? I don't know. I've been on four mixtapes, and I'm not an artist. I know you on some polo baby. Mm-hmm. Polo baby. You, you on that throwback polo baby. I'm on his recent project that he got. The uh Super Star Bar 3. I'm on there too. I'm on two songs. For real? Mm-hmm. I'm on the song right. um what is it? Cater to you. And um is that the slow John that he that he got out that he promoting heavy right now? I see he promoting like one one slow. Hey, uh, uh, how many times have you been interviewed? I know you do all the interviewing, but how many times have you been interviewed? Um, it definitely hasn't been more than the people I've interviewed. Um, I would say I've probably been interviewed five to ten times. I've been on panels. Um, I have articles written about me. Um, yeah. For sure. Cool. You know, it, it feels nice being on the other side sometimes. Um, sometimes it is, not all the time. <laughs> all right. Well, this is one of those times it felt nice being on the side. You know, because we we bull bushers and blunt over here, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, y'all acceptable. You know, acceptable. Oh, man. Oh. Cut her from the feed right now. Acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Y'all did amazing. Job, you know what I'm saying? For someone who actually interviews people, 
This has been really fun. I've, I really, this has probably been one of my, one of my second favorite ones. One of my first ones was when I was on the panel to talk about like um, different things going on being an Afro Latina. So, yeah, this is. I got to find that one. Huh? I said I got to find that. Yeah, I'm gonna see that now. I'm gonna find you. I mean, yeah, you can find send me. that. Send it. Um, it should be on YouTube. I I think I got a video of me speaking about it. Um, my experience that I went through when I was a kid. Um, on my Instagram, I think so. I, I take my videos and pictures off my Instagram all the time and put them back up. I don't know. I'll be bored. Sometimes I don't like the way my Instagram looks, so it varies. It, it might still be out there. It might not. But if not, I will put it back up there so you can look at it. What's your favorite episode of 1409 podcast, though? The one with Polo. I know he's going to say that. To see. I, I love watching him do interviews because I'll be training him how to do them. So <laughs> it's just fun watching him do his little interviews. It, it's hilarious. But I've seen you guys do some interviews on live, though. Um, I did not know you guys were doing the lives and stuff. I thought y'all was just doing this over here. Yeah, we don't like that shit, but we we wanted we got a uh, we got a uh, we got a market uh, for it. Man, we got massive <laughs> demand, demand, so we got supply. We got had a supply for that demand because yeah, it's too I much demand. Live, Say that again. Live interviews either. I don't like IG live interviews. I don't like the Instagram live interviews, but you know I don't like it because I, I can't I can't do shit like this. <laughs> we gotta get the people what they're asking for though. Good. You could maybe not from your phone, but you know you can something. I don't know. I can't come. I can't come up in there. I can't come up in there and do this shit right here. All right, all right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can't come in there and do that, do shit like that. I can't just play random shit because I'm on my phone. <laughs> I mean, I could, but it won't sound the same. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna start um going live off my tablet. You can do that. Yeah, I don't yeah. think laptop you can watch it from your laptop but you can't go live on your laptop which i think is stupid that's dumb i know right especially with come on apple y'all supposed to be leading the way in technology and i hate it i got this macbook sitting here and i can't you know what i'm saying like yeah, yeah two of them with cameras that work and then i can't who would you like to see on 1409 podcast in the near future um do they have to be like Anybody, anybody, anybody. Um, I don't know. I want to see something interesting. Like, talk to like a serial killer or something. Oh, serial <laughs> serial killer. Be like that little under. What is it? Soft under, under white, soft white underbelly. That guy. Talk Talking to a serial killer. Than people. I'm about Fruit Loop serial killer. You talking about people that own cereal bars and shit? That's what you yeah. Yeah. yeah, talk yeah. to people who, who talk to them. They they <laughs> <love> <laughs> Hey, I guess that that's gonna be they gonna have to get their internet together though, cause. <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, you know what? Who we need on here as an entrepreneur? A panhandler. 
Yeah, the damn give the game or how they be panhandling, how they be yeah, that that'd be that'd be something that'd right be, there. That would be an interesting listen. Some of these people it. Yeah, some of these people make like sixty thousand dollars a year mm-hmm. from making cardboard signs, acting like they homeless and shit. Yeah, they do. You know, it's it's a tough business to get into. Like you just gotta have it, you know? Yeah. That's a business though. Tech, yeah. uh, tax free too. <laughs> Got me thinking. <laughs> you get money, but you nothing. You can go back to your car and put your little gas up and go to the next destination. What? Mm-hmm. Out of state, somewhere in the Midwest, somewhere do it in the Midwest. Somewhere, somewhere where people don't go. People ain't in the Midwest like that. Yeah. Nobody from here don't travel to the Midwest. What you got on that? Uh, Don't go to California. They got a lot of them. That's everywhere. They're here too in Texas. Everywhere. <clears throat> what you got on that question of the day, my boy? Hey, man. You know what, man? We need a drop for my damn question of the day, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, just let me know what drop you want and I'll drop it in there. All right. On 134. <laughs> Okay. I was just joking, but you know, question of the day, though, man. If you lost all your possessions but one, what would you want your last possession to be? My phone. Your phone? Yeah. Is that bad? (laughs) (laughs) Your phone. Is that <laughs> is that bad? Like, did I say something wrong? No, just your phone. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I gotta think. I asked the question, and I gotta think about it now. I don't know, cause I don't my phone. My laptop. My family. Your family. If I could keep, if I could only have one possession, if I lost all my possessions, I could only keep one, it'd be my family. Family ain't a possession. You don't own them. (laughs) What are you talking about, your family? (laughs) That's all I need. Like, what? Uh, If I can't say that, I don't say my music. I, I own my music. Cause I subscribed and I'm a paid subscriber, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I own the rights to that shit. You don't own the rights to that damn music because every time you play it on it, <laughs> get copyright. Yeah, on YouTube, but when I play it on my phone, I don't get no copyright. All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, really. What was your answer? You know, I had to damn step away for a second. I said my laptop. Uh, and okay, okay. Well, she she said her phone. It's like oh, your phone. Well, her phone got her music and everything in there, her nudes and everything. Man, she got to have a she phone. laptop. Man. I mean, whoa, if you got a, if you whoa, got the Apple. God. Whoa, my god! <laughs> Ain't no news up in here. <laughs> hey, see her nudes on the laptop. That's why you got to keep the laptop. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> Shout out to the news. <laughs> hey, I just, I just fuck around. I just fuck around, man. <laughs> anymore. Maybe in my younger days, but not now. Anymore. They in the recently deleted. She said, she don't have many anymore. They <laughs> All right, we got questions of the day. Let's get into that this or that, though. Oh, that ain't it. Hold up. Okay, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna start off because I'm feeling kind of hungry. Waffles or pancakes? Pancakes. Pancakes. You could do more with pancakes, huh? I like pancakes. I've I've always been a fan of pancakes. She said in her Rick James voice, "Pancakes, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> hold, hold my drink, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> White liquor or dark liquor? Uh, dark. Hey. Oh. But I've had both computer of making this noise. What noise? Sorry. But I've had once in my life. You say you had what? I've had both at the same time once in my life. At the same damn time. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I don't yeah. believe in that not mixing shit. It's a myth. It, well, I was not myself. That's all I can say. You saw your body. I was not me. This is how much a bonnie. We go to the party. I'm with the gang. She's like, good look. All right, what else we got? What else we got for you? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I got to ask. Not that we really want you to pick, but uh, mm-hmm. journalism or radio hosting? Radio hosting. Okay, okay. The hostess yeah. with the mostest. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That's your drop. Go ahead, go ahead, and go ahead and start your podcast. You can say what you want on there. You ain't gotta worry about being uh censored. I, I mean you can still do the radio thing too, but you know. I used to have a podcast. Um it used to be me and my friends, we should do it. Um it was like a it was called Let's Be Real podcast. And uh it was it was cool, child. It was a lot happening. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. What was happening? So I mean, <laughs> uh, I people about my uh, Snapchat premium days, how I made like five hundred in one night. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Snap. What is Snap? What is Snapchat premium? Yeah. What is that? What is Snapchat premium? It's like what OnlyFans is now. Yeah, that's the predecessor for OnlyFans, or that's the successor to OnlyFans. What is? I mean, it's it's OnlyFans is like the prince and. The Snapchat premium is like the king. Right. And you made how much in one night? Five hundred. What you was doing on there? <laughs> I wasn't doing anything. I was catfishing. Um, I literally took some videos that I found, and I just made sure the girl was light skinned like me. And I sold videos. I sold videos for like ten dollars and all this stuff. And I made my little money in one night. I was it was really just an experiment for me just to see, do guys really pay for this stuff? And they really did. 
You was out here jugging and finessing. God damn. Well, I'm gonna do that right there too. I'm gonna. I'm <laughs> how, how you get you a? What, what you call it a, a? A cash app? A Snapchat? A, what you What you call it? You know how the old people be. What you call it? A cash app premium? What you call it? At? <laughs> oh man, that's why you was out here jugging and finessing. So you ain't had none of your own work on that. Is what you saying? Period. It was never me. Like never, like, ever. Like never, ever. Like never. Like not at all. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Not uh, at this or that have arrived. <laughs> Snapchat premium only fans got that. <laughs> well, see, I never, I never did OnlyFans, so definitely Snapchat premium. But I mean, OnlyFans is cool. I mean, a lot of people making a lot of money on there. And one of my friends, I mean, she started out Snapchat Premium. Now she moved over to OnlyFans. This girl went to Dubai and all that stuff. So, I mean. Off the OnlyFans? Yeah. Damn, I need to get me some home. Well, she she I, need to, I, need, I need to do like the dude that bought the Honda off the girl off OnlyFans. <laughs> but I was there was a guy who was catfishing as a girl, and he went to Dubai as well. So, But he was doing his on Snapchat Premium. Mm-hmm. There are guys out there who do be catfish, catfishing as girls, and they be making mm. them so. Nah. Mm-hmm. That's the ultimate scam right there, man. Yeah, it, man. Did. it was it was such a quick way to make money, and I was like, dang, I should have kept doing this. I could have made up a one. Ain't... But I stopped. They said they had no watermark on it or nothing. The videos they had no watermark on them. Hmm. None. Damn. How did you go about acquiring these videos? Is the question. Twitter. Was you paying? For, listen, was you paying for? <laughs> Twitter, okay. Twitter is where I found all of my videos, and I found ones that was like really, really discreet. Some of them that you you won't even know that they were mine or not. You know. Some of so, so hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. You were screen recording and shit. You were screen recording the videos and shit, huh? We had like this little link software where you can like download the videos or whatever, so I didn't have to scream for it. Um, we had the whole shebang. Like I had guys who would reach out to me and be like, "Oh, can we meet up?" You know, saying they really was want to pay me like a lot of money, like two thousand dollars, just to meet up with me and all this stuff. And what I you was, told them? Nope. Shit, meet up and you will never see that damn two thousand oh. dollars. See the back of a damn trunk <laughs> talking about two thousand. That's why I mean I I like I have friends to this day who still do it and stuff and they've met up with these guys and everything. They've got their little money. They they recorded with them and everything. You know what I'm saying? Me, I was like, y'all bold. I'm I'm not doing that. It was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed my little self, making my little money. Um, it was cool, but no. No, no, no. Smart thing to get that deposit, get that deposit, and then run off on a plug because they can't tell on you because they that shit ain't legal anyway. (laughs) So, and a lot of them were married and everything. They one one guy had like a regular customer or whatever, and he was like, um, he said, um, you know, I I can't. He said something about his wife or whatever, like, you know, he's out of town for the weekend or whatever, and, you know, um, he's away from his wife or something like that. And I was like, oh, okay. You can send payment here, and we can go from there. Jude, finesse, I'm going to say. Ain't no <laughs> finesse, need- oh, this is my life. 
<laughs> the culture commentator. The culture commentator. The culture commentator, y'all. The culture commentator. <laughs> the Snapchat premium commentator. <laughs> no. Hey. The premium commentator. The premium commentator. Hey, I gave you I gave them nice content, you know. They they enjoy themselves for the night. You just gave the whole game, so people gonna take this and got them. Everybody know about it now. They know people be catfish and stuff. Well, I they still be on the OnlyFans going ahead. I mean, you have to, you have no choice but to subscribe. Now, sometimes they'll let you get like a little sneak peek or whatever, but some of them, they make you have to subscribe and you can't get your money back. So, I mean, unless you can, I don't know if you can, but no. Like, so people are really literally out there catfishing because they got fake, they, they don't have their cat up there. They got somebody else cat up there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like that and go on about their business. Mm-hmm. Hey, this was a, uh, you got, you brought great energy to the 1409, man. We appreciate you coming out. You could have been anywhere in the world, but, you know, you chose to be with 1409. You know what I'm saying? Sincerely. You could have been Snapchat premium somewhere with any anywhere no. in the world, but you. <laughs> no, no sir. <laughs> I love wrestling and stuff. Hopped in with you guys. Wrestling still on now, but you know I'm still here. Oh, you say you like you watch wrestling? Of course. Yeah, you missed that. You missed that, didn't you? Yeah, I watched wrestling. When I was a kid. Who your favorite wrestler? I love Stone Cold. I love The Rock. I like the Hardy Boys. You don't like Big Papa Pump? <laughs> Sky Slider. <laughs> no. But I, die, but I do like the Godfather. Like Goldust? He's cool. Um, I like Goldberg. I like Randy Orton, most definitely. I do like John Cena. I like Randy Orton. I say Randy Orton. I mean, I like Roman Reigns. Um, for women, uh, I'm into like Lita, uh, Bianca Belair, China, Jazz, Jacqueline, um, Sasha Banks, um, Raquel, Tony Storm. The list goes on and on. I know much, okay, when it comes to wrestling. So, you like you trying to get up out there, get up on the <laughs> canvas there. You trying to get out there, ain't you? No, I just I want to be a backstage interviewer. That's all that I want to do for Dodie. talk to them. Yeah, just talk to the wrestlers, literally. I just when like, I was little, I wanted to be the commentator for wrestler. You want to be like uh, Jr. Yeah. <laughs> my gosh, well, like, I feel like I could do that. Oh my gosh, what is Stone Cold doing? What is he doing? He's on the top rope, Jr. <laughs> I could do that. You know what I'm saying? See, that's a wrestling match right there. <laughs> that's a wrestling match. Okay. <laughs> Hey, Miss Dreon Santana, go ahead and plug in everything you want to plug in or that you haven't plugged in or that we have plugged in that you want to plug in. Feel free to plug it in. I don't know what to plug in. <laughs> Start with your Snapchat premium. <laughs> I don't have that anymore. Well, I don't use it. <laughs> Start with your Snapchat premium. Go ahead and plug it in. <laughs> I don't even use Snapchat anymore. Um, okay, so you see on the screen, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Santana Muse. Um, Twitter is just Dreon, not just Dreon, but my name, first name. Um, you can follow the Culture Commentator at the Culture Commentator. 
on Instagram, on Twitter. It's just a culture tater because the culture conversation was too long. Um, you can also listen to Third Coast Radio MS as well. We just every day at 11 o'clock. So there's a new show tomorrow um, at 11. So make sure you guys listen to that on MPB. Um, and you can go visit my website, theculturecommentator.com, to find all like the latest news and um, press junkets that I cover or just figure out what I'm talking about over there. And that's about it. And if you play PlayStation, you can look me up, uh, PSN, The Real Santana 94, if you want to hop on some Call of Duty, uh, whatever, 2K, all that. Hold on, hold on now. (laughs) Call of Duty is cross-platform, so you might have to... Which Call of Duty you got? Which Call of Duty you got? What is it? The recent one that they have? Um, You got the Black Ops. You got the the Warfare. What you got? You got the Warzone. All this stuff. Um, I'm trying to remember. I play Friday 13. I play 2K, whether it's wrestling or basketball. Um, I play a little bit of football. I play a lot of shooting games. GTA, you definitely find me on there. Drive by, shoot niggas up quickly. No, you be on the you be on the GTA. You don't be on the Act Two. You don't be on the Act Two hack. She don't be on the Act Two hack, bro. Hey, we need to get on GTA tonight. Matter of fact, do that. Put me on that bitch driving by. Don't say nothing. <laughs> I'm letting that clip flow. <laughs> <laughs> I might blow up the car. Who knows? Can't, can't blow, can't, up, my can't blow up my car. I promise you. you try. <laughs> you need a lot of rockets. <laughs> no, don't hey. sleep. Well, go need some heavy artillery. He got that doggone Batmobile car, and they be, still get blown up. That Batmobile nah. trash. You gotta get that. What's that shit called? We got. Man, I forgot what it called. I don't know. I just I just know what it is when I pull it out the garage. Motherfucker, fuck with me. <laughs> yeah, that shit. They, that shit is not I getting blown up. Flying cars or bikes or whatever. Oh, we got that too. We got that too. The oppressor. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Hey, you know you can find us. We on Always Press Record TV. Download that on your Amazon Fire TV or your Roku player. Nobody cries like us network. Download that app on your iPhone or your Android, you know, iOS or your Android OS. You know what I'm saying? Whichever you got. What else? We on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, Pandora, Amazon Music, Sega Dreamcast, Nintendo 64, Sega Genesis. We on all that shit now, now. Put the cartridge in and you got 1409 on that motherfucker. <laughs> we got all that. We on all that. But shit, you can follow us on Instagram at down 1409 podcast. Yeah, 1409 podcast. Visit our website, 1409podcast.com. Cash app, 1409podcast. Dollar sign, 1409podcast. Yeah, visit our new Snapchat premium at 14 1409 podcast. Oh, boy, that boy is crazy. Uh, you know what else? Check out our directory. We have podcasts on there. We have photographers, videographers, all of that at thegeminimedia.com. You know what I'm saying? We on there with all of that. Trying to damn put on for all the creatives out there, you know what I'm saying? Facts, big facts, big facts, big facts. Make sure you shopping with Express Clothing. I'm an ambassador for Express. I'm not an ambassador for Fendi or whatever you call that shit. Fenty, Fenty. 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 
ain't putting on jock straps. I put on some goddamn. I put on some jeans though, and some express jeans and express suit. Man, go ahead and go ahead and put the Fenty speedos on and do a David Hasselhoff pose, man. Go ahead and do it. Put it on and light them candles. I bet you get a uh, ambassador. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to pick up my management. They Snapchat print guys. <laughs> get started. No, 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 no. But hey, you got any final closing words for us, Mr. Dreon Santana? Dreon. Um, no, you know, just everybody, you know, enjoy life, uh, live on the positive side of things, never let negativity overshadow your positivity. And if you have people in your life who are not supportive of what you have going on, then you know where they can go. To the Snapchat premium. And no. buy a damn subscription. <laughs> to see what I got going on. You need a subscription to see what I got going on from now. Uh, <laughs> I have to do a Patreon before I do Snapchat premium. Hey, already. Uh, it's the 1409 podcast, and we out. Peace. Damn, where the music at? What the fuck? I got the music, man. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What's going on, huh? Where my music at? It's the 1409 podcast, and we out. <laughs> <laughs> Right here. Uh, pray for love. Should I pray my gun on Should I pray I never find myself in that situation? Should I pray for love? Cause I know they are here secretly. Hey, secretly.